0: Summer camp.
1: Well, welcome everybody to this one time at summer camp. I'm your host Jeff Thompson, and I've got uh, one of my co-hosts, Aaron Colwick. Here, say hello. Woohoo!
0: Hello, everyone.
1: There it is, and I got my other co-host, John Davidson.
0: I thought you were just gonna go with Aaron, <laughs> <laughs> right there. Just leave John I was a little worried. There. I was like, oh yeah, no, I'll just kick back today. No, hey, hey, everybody. <laughs>
1: And we have a guest this week, Sam Johnson.
0: What Hi, Sam.
1: Sam. Hello. Yeah, so Sam worked with me at Sugar Creek for. You worked there with, for me for three years, correct?
2: Yes. And, and I was one of your
1: summer staff together. Yeah, so yeah, we go wow. way back. We're old. That's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, right. Sorry, Aaron. You're even older. That means, you know.
3: I don't know why that has to be part of this conversation.
1: (laughs) It's always, always part of the conversation. Uh,
0: Hold on. It was a little fuzzy on my end. Again, Aaron is old. Yes. Is that what I heard?
1: Yes. If you did not know. Yeah. All right. Aaron. All right. Yes, we're excited to have you here. I'm so glad
3: we're doing this. I'm so glad we're doing video for this one, so they can (laughs) see my shame and my disgust.
1: And they can see Logan. Just hanging out over here. <laughs> <So beautiful. laughs> oh my gosh, I can't see Logan as your background. <laughs> that was on purpose. Hey, Logan, if you're listening, we miss you. Um, you better
0: be listening. Better
1: be. All right. So, yeah, um, we're going to dive right into it um, with the get to know you question. And when we go through it, uh, just tell a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, what you're doing at camp. So, Sam, give us a little history for yourself here. Um, but my get to know you question, which is very fitting for both Sam and I, uh, what is your favorite body of water? And I want you to be like specific. Like, don't just say like Pacific. ponds. Like the exact <laughs> uh, body of water with the name and everything that is your favorite. But what
3: um, if a puddle is my favorite body of then water? Then you gotta
1: name that puddle, Aaron. I'm saying that's you, that's ridiculous. They're so fleeting. Fine. <laughs> I will go first. Uh, I'm Jeff Thompson. I'm the current program director at Lutherdale in Wisconsin and also worked at Sugar Creek in Wisconsin where I met Sam. And uh, currently my favorite body of water is the chain of lakes uh, Lutherdale sits on. The one we're on is called Green Lake. I really enjoy it because the water is super crystal clear when there are no boats on it and it's just really calm and peaceful. Um, but I have another body of water that's a special place in my heart and Sam might be talking about this one. So I yeah, will, don't take it. I will not say it. I'll leave that for Sam. So uh, who wants to go next?
0: Aaron. All right. Um, yeah, Aaron. Wait, um, hi,
1: my name hand. is Aaron
3: Colwick. I am one of, uh, I'm a director of Children Youth and Family Ministries at uh, Rejoice Lutheran and Grace Lutheran down here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, formerly program director at Briarwood and at uh, Bishop Stoney Camp and Conference Center in Santa Fe. Um, I don't really enjoy uh, bodies of water. Remember, but we've I talked remember. about this. That's why I'm so, doing it again.
1: I'm, I'm pressuring so, you to change.
3: So, but there is a there is a lake out here in Texas called Possum Kingdom. <laughs> That I love. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. Um, Awesome kingdom. It's also got a great name. And it was a hit (laughs) song in the 90s by a band called The Toadies. So it's a phenomenal lake.
0: Uh, Are you just throwing random words out? Yes, that's what I'm hearing.
3: Random vernacular. Um, But I will say, I enjoy being on a boat in the lake. I don't actually like getting in the lake because fish are terrifying. And everyone who ever tells me that they don't bite, fish don't bite, I always prove them wrong because apparently my whole body is like chum for the water. And they it, it just attack me. They <laughs> all
1: dead skin on you or something Then that they're after.
3: No, Dude, okay, to be real, they go after these little like mole freckle things. Uh, they, they go after those and they're the worst. And they, I don't
0: I, think we can I, show I, that on video. <laughs>
1: right
3: we have to there. edit this out.
1: Don't. We have to censor it now, Aaron. Come on. <laughs> Hate you guys.
0: <laughs> so, we, we've learned that Aaron has moles. We've learned that Aaron is old and chummy. <laughs> chummy. <laughs> so, I think that's the end of the podcast. Yeah, we can call it right there. We're person. good. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll go. Uh, my name is John Davidson. I live here in the beautiful state of Idaho, um, located in the Midwest, usually spelled I-O-W-A. Um, <laughs> I was the former program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp here in the Satus, beautiful Satus. Um My favorite body of water is along the Salmon River, so for those of you that don't know the Salmon River... Actually starts in the mountains uh, up near Luther Heights Bible Camp. Starts as a little small creek, and then eventually gets super big, and lots of fish and lots of fun. Uh, what kind of fish? Long... <coughs> we got salmon. <laughs> we have. That's all um... I cared about. Okay. Yes, <laughs> we have salmon. Oh. Um. And my my favorite specific part of it there along the Salmon River there's tons and in Idaho especially there are tons and tons of hot springs and warm water that just comes out of the earth just anywhere it wants to and there's a spot called the cauldron it's a big melting pot from when they had mines going in the area that sits down in the river and has a stream of hot water from way underground that flows into it so it makes this nice little hot pool that about four people can sit in but right next to it is my favorite fishing hole along the whole Salmon River and if I'm feeling bad about myself I go there and I catch a fish and I've never been skunked
1: (laughs) wow good for you bud nice time
0: (laughs) and that's my face story
1: <laughs> all right thank you john
2: okay i'll yeah. go next um i'm sam johnson i just moved to colorado springs colorado a couple Good. weeks ago
0: Oh, okay. right. i was born there
2: no way that's really cool um <laughs> anyway, <can> I- <laughs> yeah from lake madison wisconsin um i am a music teacher
3: awesome um
2: But I worked at Sugar Creek Bible Camp in Ferryville for five summers. Um, But when I was working there, I also got a chance to work a week at Good Earth Village in Rochester, Minnesota area. Um, And I currently am a band camp counselor at UW-Platteville Music Camp, so I'm a band camp, so that's super fun. my favorite body of water is the Mississippi, specifically Pool Nine, which is from Genoa, Wisconsin to Harper's um, Harper's Valley or Harper's Creek or something, Iowa. So it's like a specific part of the Mississippi, because um, I worked on it for um, a couple of summers when I worked at Sugar Creek. Um, mm-hmm. I like that like when a barge comes by, like the water like sucks you under in a way so you can feel the water like <laughs> changing currents. so it's like really yeah can... that
0: sounds awesome so. <laughs> 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 definitely love feeling out of control in any situation do you gosh. want to tell them
1: about the program we did out there or does your story involve that program
2: it involves that program okay
1: so we'll tell it then i want to Sweet. highlight that because it's a pretty cool thing
3: sam yeah. you said you are a music teacher do you play any musical instruments
2: i play a handful of them yes yeah. Uh, I play guitar and piano and ukulele, nice and recorder because I'm <laughs> a music teacher. <laughs> um, and then I also play bassoon when I'm in orchestra and oh, band. Oh,
3: that's <laughs> exactly a handful.
2: Like oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Awesome,
3: cool. Which is your favorite? Oh, <laughs> crap. Um, <laughs> to play
2: probably recorder.
3: That's not what I thought the answer
2: was.
0: <laughs> not at all.
2: <laughs> no, because like kids love the recorder. Like you can make as many memes on the internet as you want about learning the recorder in school. <laughs> it's their favorite thing to do. And sometimes, like I just want to like crush them in their competitions. And so I'll just like play a song, and they'll be like, "Wow, you're amazing." Have so you had them a-
3: play Jurassic Park yet?
2: Ooh. Ooh. No, not yet.
3: That is a brilliant recorder song. And if you haven't looked up the meme for that, <laughs> do yourself a favor and watch Recorder Jurassic, Jurassic Park,
2: Park and
3: it's truly funny.
2: I will <laughs> look after this.
1: Oh All right. man. I cool. will right, well, thank you everyone for sharing your favorite bodies of water. Uh now we're gonna go right back to Sam after you get a drink of water, maybe? I don't know. Um, it was water. <laughs> After you get a drink of water. What I'm yeah.
3: I'm totally hydrating right now.
1: Hydrating, <laughs> hydrating. Um, Yeah, Sam, you have a camp hack for us that you're going to share. Let's hear it. Yeah.
2: Um, so, like, one of the things that we do at the end of the week when it comes to, like, cleaning, I always try to get my kids involved. So that way, after they leave, I'm not just stuck doing all the cleaning after mm-hmm. them. But one of the things that I really enjoyed doing as a counselor was, like, the last week of camp in the summer, making – cleaning a competition either within my village or with the other villages on camp and then like using some kind of reward system to see um what village can get the most scraps or clean the most um and some of the bribes that i've used is like if you can pick up the most pieces of garbage on camp like you can throw a pie in my face or you can brush my teeth for me (laughs) friday morning so that's i'm sorry
3: did you say brush my teeth for me Oh, that is (laughs) going to be a surreal
1: experience.
2: It's kind of meditative, not going to (laughs) lie.
1: That's a lot of trust in campers. I don't know if I have. (laughs) I
3: don't don't know if I let
1: my wife brush my teeth unless (laughs) dire circumstances. I don't even brush my teeth, so... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a nice little callback, I think, to our very first episode where Aaron gave us a hack about having people do our jobs for us. And honestly, that's my favorite thing when a hack has someone else do my job. So I don't have to. I love it. So
0: there's a word. There's a more professional word for that. It's called a well, it's called professional development um, of, of, of that staff member.
1: I love it. I always call it delegation, you know.
3: I, so I'm curious This is kind of off topic but it has to do with the cleaning Did for y'all's camps Did y'all do Like a clean cabin award And if you did what did you call it And how did you do it I'm we, just genuinely we
0: definitely curious. did We we definitely did Um, It was a large paddle A canoe paddle that was painted um, It kind of fell off While I was program director probably because <laughs> My cabin was never super clean. <laughs> and if I couldn't win, nobody could. So, um, But yeah, no, we definitely had a clean cabin award.
1: Nice. We we never did a Sugar Creek. Um, but at Lutherdale, we do. It's gone through a few different iterations. Uh, right now, it's the Golden Plunger. So it's a plunger spray-painted gold. Nice. And they get to... Every day, we give it out to a new cabin. And they get to kind of carry it around for the day as our trophy... It yeah. was a toilet seat. It was a um, like little hospital toilet potty thing. Oh, you talking about the? Yeah, it's like a little seat thing.
3: What do you? Well, what do they call those? I don't um, know. Those like metal things?
1: Not oh. a bedpan. Not a bedpan. That's what I was thinking. The bedpan. No, it's like a plastic one, but it's like a little hospital oh. one. It was that for a while, and both of those have just been in my office, painted gold, just sitting in there for some reason. Um, but yeah right now it's the golden trophy case so nice
3: we did uh at briarwood and we i took it from briarwood to camp stoney we had molly mop which was like the cheap like metal mop handle white mop hair kind of thing and you turn it upside down and you kind of uh tie the mop hair back and you draw a face on it and then that's Molly Mop, and Molly Mop goes to the cleanest cabin. But Molly Mop is to be treated with the utmost respect, for she is now a member of your cabin. She is the only female that is allowed inside of boys' cabins. All right. And so they would carry Molly around, and the kids, you like, encourage them to like find creative ways to like dress her up or do her hair. So they would hang like coat hangers and like put clothes on her and stuff. She would get her own chair at the table
0: and stuff right. like that. It was intense. That's, that's quite the activity. Um, go hang out out with Aaron if you want to dress a mop, everybody.
1: Sam, <laughs> did you ever do anything out on boats? Any sort of clean cabin?
2: I don't think we did. Okay. No, I mean they always cleaned after dinner, but we did do like an award for the cleanest counselor rooms at the end Ooh. of the week. like you'd tell us to go clean our rooms and then. Oh,
1: that's to- right! I forgot about I that. Remember,
2: I don't remember what you gave us.
3: Did you ever win, Sam? I don't I remember I what it was
2: either. You probably
1: did. It was normally the guy's cabins always failed and lost. Yeah, I
3: would always lose. lose.
1: Always. Yeah, yeah. It would just be I one got... guy. Like, one guy would always hold them back every <laughs> summer. There was one guy that you could not get to clean up after himself. It was yeah. John. Yeah. He just was came there and me. he made the mess.
0: <laughs> I mean, you've stayed in the same room as me before.
1: Yeah, you're you're a pit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Sam, for that, Camp Hack. Uh, We're going to roll right into our story. And I, like I said, I'm really excited for this because I don't know what this is, but I'm involved somehow. So let's hear it.
2: Okay. So, um, yeah, let's set up the scene. So um, my very last summer as a counselor, I was the village leader for our program called River Boaters. And this group was um, ages ninth grade through 12th grade, and we would take them to the Mississippi River Monday through Thursday on houseboats. And so there'd be two counselors per boat, and then each boat would have like eight to 12 kids. Um, And this was a full village. It was the last week of summer, my last week as a counselor. And two of my colleagues had a camper who claimed that they had a terminal illness.
3: Oh the no! Cat. This got insane. I remember
2: this so quick. Okay, I'm <sighs> there. so we oh. we're making dinner, and we hear these like kids crying, and a couple of the counselors go investigate, and they find out that this camper is sharing that she has a terminal illness, and they are just like heartbroken and devastated for this girl. Oh no! And so after dinner, um. Typically, the routine was for the kids to go back to the boats, wash the dishes, and clean up after, like, get all the sand and stuff out of the boat. And then the counselors usually had a meeting on top of the boat where we could still see everybody. And my two colleagues come to me and share that this girl is sharing this with all the kids, but there's no information on her medical record. She did not bring any medication that would be required of this terminal illness, Um, and is also sharing that like camp is the only safe space where she can talk about this. Oh no. And so my colleagues are like, we think she's lying. And it's like, how do you accuse a a child of lying about (laughs) a terminal illness? (laughs) So (laughs) we, I call my boss, (laughs) Jeff, and we're like, what do we do about this? um Jeff do you want to share what you said to us or do you want me to I
1: honestly don't even remember what I said exactly so you go ahead and share it
2: okay so Jeff basically said like in the event that like something is going on at home we don't want to contact the parents and so um we're like okay that makes sense Mm, we still don't know what to do (laughs) um so (laughs) We hang up and we did have our phones out on the river and we happened to know who her previous youth director was. So I actually Facebook messaged her previous youth director to see if he had known any information um, about what this could be about. And the youth director had no information and said, I had never heard of this before. Um, but I guess like the point, Point where we were at was like, it's Monday night. These kids are crying about just being sad about their um, friend having this terminal illness. How do we move forward with this? So that's where I'll pause.
3: Oh no! <laughs> I am not looking forward to this at all. I will go last because
0: yeah,
3: I know. John, you never go first. I think you should go first. I agree. Oh
0: yeah. Okay. Uh wow, that's really <clears throat> that's a really tough situation. I think what oh what I would do in that situation. Um first of all, I would thank the Lord that uh I had a great boss in Jeff Thompson there to guide me through this.
1: You're welcome.
0: Um Oh, and what else can I say to continue stalling? <laughs> no, I think uh, I think it's an opportunity to sit everybody down and I think say, hey, thank you for sharing. Um, we really, oh, man, we hope everything's going to be okay. Let's take this time. Let's pray. Let's, um, you know, bring the group together around something that we know is true um, bringing it back to God, bringing it back to um, all the great things that he's given us and uh, sort of steering it towards uh, the, the great time that they did have at camp um, using those emotions that they're, they're currently experiencing and reminding them of the, the great times at camp um, whether it's true or not you don't want to sit and dwell on it with that camper, especially on the last night. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think I'd give, you know, just tell that camper, Hey, thank you so much for sharing. Um, we're really sorry that you're going through this. What? Let's uh, take a moment and let's go around the circle and pray for each person in the circle. And, um, you know, just start to steer the conversation. <clears throat>
3: Yeah, that's um, like part of me would want to try to figure out like how to uh, Sherlock Holmes it and figure out <laughs> what was going on. Right. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
3: But a being that it's the last night and B, like Jeff said, you don't really know what's happening at home. And it's if it's a lie, it's obviously a cry for attention, maybe help. Um, If it's not a lie, the last thing you want to do is make them feel like you don't believe them. So I I agree with John, um, not to give the same answer, um, but I I really think I would probably, you know, acknowledge it with the group. Um, I would try to find some time to be able to take that camper aside and say, hey, I just want to let you know, like, we're here for you. Do you mind maybe sharing some more details, something like why were you? Why were you afraid to share this earlier? Like, is there something we could have done? Um, so I, it, I have to... night.
2: it was the first night. It was the
1: first night. That oh, we it
2: happened.
3: was the first night! Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, Monday what's... night. The week just started.
2: Yeah.
1: This changes my answer. <laughs> this changes
3: everything. <laughs> hey, that was our theme. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna Sherlock Holmes it. I would oh. absolutely <laughs> <laughs> try to figure out what's going on, and. I would probably take the camper aside and be like, hey, so did they share what terminal illness they had? Like,
2: They did. I'm not sure if I okay, should share that's here.
3: Fine. No, that's fine. In that case, I, I I don't want the details. I would just be like, hey, so give me some details about that. So we need to be really careful about that this week. Um, I have to admit, like, I guess it just got forgotten to get put on your health form, so we're going to have to probably call the insurance company, like make it sound very official. Like, why would you ever call the insurance company, but call them and, and, and see the reaction and kind of gauge that. Um, one of two things is probably going to happen. One, they're going to double down and they're going to be like, yeah, man, you call them. And then you kind of have to see that, or they're going to admit, uh, fault that they've been lying And from there, you can dive further in of like, well, tell me why. And then you can judge home life or are you just like a habitual liar or, you know, figure out what's going (laughs) on. Um, But I would it, it with John's point, I would definitely not make it a point of conversation with the entire group as much as I could going forward, because it will take the focus of that week to that person rather than what you're trying to teach and what you're trying to mold nice Jeff
1: what did you what would you do oh, all right my. all right I'm gonna tell you what I would do I'm I would call that. this camper out on every single lie I'd <laughs> be like oh really huh uh, well I, I just looked it up and it says you have to take this medication I don't see that here in your uh, on your health form. what's up with that and just every single time they say something just call it out so by Tuesday it's just done like you've nipped in the butt and they are so embarrassed they don't want to talk the rest of the week because up, just, you have called out every single lie of theirs.
3: Yeah. Quick, quick clarification, just can you give us an age range like high elementary, school. junior uh, high, high school?
2: Go senior. Senior in high school.
1: Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> just call it yeah. all out. Uh, you don't have
3: time
2: rude. for that. Get this camper also said that she made it onto the voice but because of this terminal illness she couldn't go.
1: Like Never. I said, call out every single lie, like nice. just nice. right away, as soon as she says it. Now I believe her. Nip it in the bud. That's what I would do.
0: All I know is the voice is super easy to get onto. So did
1: you get on it too, John?
0: Like, yeah, yesterday.
1: Oh, nice. <laughs> did they just listen to our podcast and they heard that really slick intro and they're like, "Yeah, oh, we need this yeah. guy on the voice." We That's need this exactly guy. I
0: knew it. Um, uh, I don't even know who's on the voice. Okay. I, wow, that's a <laughs> tough situation, and I think I really want to know what you. Oh. Think.
1: Let's hear it, Sam. Yeah. What okay, happened? Well, yeah. Give us I the truth. Tell me you like...
3: took. Je- Please tell me you took <laughs> Jeff's advice and just <laughs> called him out in front of everybody. Like, you like straight up princess bride, like.
2: Oh. Boo! <laughs> boo! <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so, um, well, we were also like in the middle of. Yeah, cleaning, trying to figure this out, and getting ready for worship. So like all these three things were happening at the same time, and we definitely had like the staff that I had very Sherlock Holmes esque like problem solving. Um, yeah, but we were oh like, oh my
0: gosh. Well,
2: we were, we were like, we can't like keep going this week with kids crying every single day. Any chance no. that without a counselor <laughs> around, like she's just going to keep talking about this. So we basically so. I wasn't her counselor directly. She had two counselors and then I was the village leader. So I said, okay, how about us three? We're going to pull her aside um, right before worship. And we're just going to ask her a ton of questions about it. We're going to say like, can you like, tell us your story? Tell us what's going on. How long has this been happening? How can we help you? How can we um, pray for you? How can we make sure that this week is life giving to you in a way that if you feel like this is the safe place that you can share about it, what can we do as your counselors to help you with it? And then after she shared, we basically were like, we need to honor that this is also the week, the only week of camp for these 40 kids. And so we just asked that like, if there are burdens that you need to get rid of that you just come to us rather than your um, friends. And then um, towards the end of the week, we um, share faith stories. And so that was a space for her that she could share that with her friends, but anything else, we asked her that she would go directly to us mm, well said so yeah, and like again, I just sometimes I think about like what I would have done differently with that because how like how do you how do you yeah. maneuver that at all
3: jeez yeah, yeah that's that's super awkward and tough
2: yeah i think
0: I think we always have campers that come up that want to have a different story yeah. than what they come up with and I think giving them the opportunity to find out and share the, their true selves and their true story mm-hmm. and showing them how great that is is mm-hmm. amazing. Right. And one of the gifts that camp has and I love the focus that you gave them saying yeah we we've got 40 other people to give a great time to at camp this week and um while not trying to shame her or um make them feel like they hadn't been heard either.
2: Right. right. Well yeah. and we also discuss, you know, like either she's is terminally ill or there's something mentally going on that like
3: yeah
2: we need to like help her process through with that. Right. And-
3: Absolutely. It's kind of one of those like something's happening, who who knows what's happening and how can we be there to support her and yeah, make make this that safe space that she's craving. You know,
2: mm-hmm. no, that's yeah. really
1: good. Oh, what a good story! So,
3: <laughs> Sam,
2: I and don't know if you know advice this from
1: Jeff at the beginning of it. There is actually um, there's more to the story.
3: Oh, wow. I know. Do you know, <laughs>
2: this?
3: you know about to Paul Harvey us the rest of the story? Is that what's about to So. The
2: there's Paul a like Harvey? part two to the story. I don't know what Jeff is going to share, but I have a sec. I have a part two to okay. it. Okay.
1: <laughs> so her, I I appreciate. I agree that you reached out to the past youth director because I knew him as well. He was a past summer staffer. We had both worked with him and knew him. Yeah. Um. So reaching out to him was a good step. But then later that fall, we had a retreat where the yep. current youth director came to camp. Yeah. And I talked to the youth director. I was like, hey, like. This was brought up this summer, and we want to know that this camper is okay. It came from a place of concern, like this camper yeah. shared with some, some really heavy stuff, and we want to know that she's doing okay, that she is getting help. And the youth director... Well, yeah,
2: well, before you go further, because yeah. I think my part two happened before your. Oh,
1: okay, Sorry. go ahead. Oh, the anticipation is killing Do your part two, and then I will do so, part three.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay, so I was at that retreat, so I knew that she was there. And there were a couple of kids who went to her high school too. Mm-hmm. Um and so I got a phone call. Actually, I actually got a Facebook message from my sister. So there were two boys on my boat that I had babysat as a kid and they ended up being my my campers, which was like super cool. Um and their mom was trying to get a hold of me. And so I got this Facebook message from the older sister of this family and said, my mom's trying to get a hold of you. Will you please call her? And so I do. And I'm like pooping my pants because I have no idea why this mom's trying to get a hold of me. It's like <laughs> October. Why? What, what's going on? What happened?
3: I just wanted to go on record, Sam. You're the first one to say pooping my pants on this phone.
2: <laughs> it's true.
3: <laughs>
1: Fireworks.
2: Yeah. So... I called the mom and I was like, Hey, it's Sam. Um, I heard that you're trying to get a hold of me. And she says, yeah, um, my boys have been talking to this girl that she, they went to camp with that week and she told me about her story. And we have been Mm -hmm. praying for this girl at our dinner table every night. And we just feel for this girl so much because my sister died of this, terminal illness oh, no. and so it just really hits home and they the boys are planning to go visit her next weekend but words getting around around the campers that this girl might be lying about her terminal illness oh, no and i'm like i don't know what to do i'm not i'm no longer employed <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh
2: it's like call jeff <laughs> <laughs> that fixes everything Jeff's number and I don't know if she did anything with it but I kind of said the same thing to her I told her like what we did and we said you know like we totally get that something is going on with this girl and like we need to continue to pray for her um yeah so that happened like I think a couple weeks before this retreat because I called I don't know if I called Jeff after this phone conversation I think you did
1: because I remember hearing this right away the mom I don't believe ever called me but you did yeah. Like, hey, like, what's care. going on? <laughs> oh my god.
2: Coming back to haunt me.
0: Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. Okay, okay so the, the
1: church and the current youth director was at this retreat, but I don't believe she was. No, she wasn't. She wasn't there, but her no, current she, youth director was caper. and some other kids. Yep. Okay. So I, I talked to the youth director. I was trying to do it very subtly. I was like, hey, like, do you know this child? I think she knew her, but not very well. Like, I don't think she was super involved anymore in the church. Ooh. And I was just like, so this is what we heard this summer. We're very, we're concerned for her because like, we don't know exactly what's going on. We're hearing it from campers. They're still kind of worried about her. And we want to make sure that she is getting the help she needs. So I kind of just like put the ball in the youth director's court. I was like, can yeah. you reach out to her? You're in that community. She hadn't heard of it. She didn't know anything about it either. Um, but I was like, can you just like make sure she's okay? I don't know where home life is like anything like that. Right. <laughs> I was like, all right. I, didn't, I haven't heard of anything since. So I have no idea how it ended up. I have no idea what happened. No. Um, Cause I left. That was well, my last fall at sugar Creek. And then I left in March oh. and I've been here. So yeah. like, she was wouldn't have the been back anyway. I was hoping summer. for. Yeah.
2: I do follow this camper on Instagram and okay. she's in college and it looks like she's thriving Okay. So. I heard that she transferred schools her in the middle of her senior year, but oh, this is yeah, hearsay.
3: Yeah, a couple. Well, I'm of, glad that she's doing good.
2: Okay. Yeah, I think you know, like what college does for people—a fresh start. I think yeah. that's what she needed, probably.
0: Wow. I yeah. mean, on on the off chance that she does happen to listen to this, I I truly hope that you're okay and oh, that you're I doing agree. great things. One hundred percent. And um. I hope that in some fashion camp was a a place to realize that uh, you have your own story.
1: Yes. If you are listening, like, I know I would love to hear from you. I'm sure Sam would too. Like, we want to know that you're okay. And we want to know that you're doing well. And like, Mm -hmm. you can always talk to us. Like, we're, while it's been years, like, we are still a support for you and for all of our campers, like, every one of you, we want to make sure you're Okay. Um, not to yeah. mention
3: I, I hope that you hear this story not as not as we're like how dare you yeah. but you heard the story of <clears throat> your counselors came from a place of love of like okay how do we support this person while protecting our other campers and the ministry that's mm-hmm. happening so I, wherever you are if, if, the chances of you listening are so astronomical that it's going <laughs> to blow my mind if you hear this but for anyone else <laughs> Just know that those moments those counselors and like sam and jeff and all them for that girl had a profound effect on her life in some way and i hope that where she's at she's flourishing and got that story that she's looking for to be her own
0: person yeah the human experience is absolutely wild
3: I have no idea how to make a sticker out of this, y'all. Yeah.
1: So, Sam, if you didn't know, uh, Aaron is making special stickers for all of our guests. So you will get a custom sticker themed on this episode of the podcast from Aaron. Oh, I, need putting, I need to
3: start putting start putting those stickers on the Facebook page. You do? Uh, yeah. So that <laughs> people can actually see the ones I've made. Sam, I have no idea what sticker to make. This is like, what am I going to do?
1: Like, Do something on the Mississippi River. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna Ooh. have to do it on the get to know you question.
2: I love the Mississippi so much.
1: I do too. It's it's so great.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, Aaron, you you got it out for you this time, but I believe in you. You can do it, Aaron. All right. Oh, well, man.
3: thank you, Sam. So yeah, much. For thank you, Sam, yeah, for sharing that story.
1: Sam. That was a good callback
2: yeah i've been like fangirling over this podcast for weeks sam
1: texted me i think like a week after the first episode maybe even like a couple days after the first episode sam was like how can i be a guest yeah like you were so excited you commented on the facebook post right away like i want a guest on this like you were into it and we tried for three weeks to get schedules to work out where you could be on and this finally worked so oh, thank that's you for so being so great. On. I'm glad also, that you're on
3: here.
2: Just need to say like I'm still dying about the sausage edit. <laughs> I was
1: gonna ask you about sausage <laughs> oh, gate. I wanted your sausage. your view on sausage gate. Did you well, go I back you and listen?
2: I didn't work that summer, <laughs> you but didn't I work. I've heard that story hundreds of times. Oh, I love
1: that story. Yeah,
2: <laughs> like I knew what was gonna come, and I was like, oh yeah, sausages, whatever. And then you like spilled the beans last week, and I was like, what? So Dude. I would listen to it, and I was just like hyperventilating
3: Dude, it's, it's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world that's so great i can't believe we had 200 sausages
1: <laughs> yeah um that one oh gosh what episode was that i think that was bacon wrapped dove i think that was the episode it Ooh. is our second highest listened episode is it really <laughs> oh wait no no that's not the right one which one oh. is it
3: well, Jeff is looking that up. Hey, y'all, in case you oh. don't know, we have a Facebook page. What? You should totally check us out on Facebook. Um, I think we've been talking about it, guys. I think we should do, like, a caption contest for oh. some of the – like, put a photo up, and then we might – who knows, we might send you a complimentary sticker of this one time at summer camp. Maybe we could – the first caption – could be the picture behind jeff right now Ooh. which happens to be our good friend logan holding a bouquet of who? flowers huh who logan i don't know logan sorry that's gooch oh there.
1: sorry i know who that is
3: gooch if you haven't been listening to our podcast first of all how dare you how? you've been
0: with us in spirit in every single one.
3: Second of all <laughs> If you don't think you're eventually not going to be a guest on here, you are just you're mistaken. the most wrong. <laughs>
0: you are the most wrong. The most wrong. Awesome. So uh, hey,
3: stay tuned for our Facebook page, y'all. Yeah. What else can they do, Jeff?
1: Uh, you can also email us a story at this number one time at summer camp at gmail.com. Uh, email us your story or anything else. If you relate to one of these stories you've heard and want to kind of share a continuation or how a Another story of yours that is similar. We will gladly uh, read that on air. And um, also reach out if you want to be a guest like Sam or any of our past guests. You can reach out to us on our Facebook page. You can message us. Or you can email us or call us individually. Um, Or if you're John's mother, you can send us lots of Facebook messages. That works too.
0: Oh, man. Uh, I think Sam may be our first fangirl. But my mother is definitely president of the fan club yes
1: <laughs> i i would agree with that sorry yeah. she is yeah that's,
2: that's, that's
1: amazing man.
0: all right all right well, thanks everybody for listening thank you sam for being a wonderful guest and thank you to my beautiful co-host jeff and aaron for being here
1: oh thanks what
3: a, what a phenomenal farewell john yeah i'm just gonna say bye peace
1: out <laughs>
0: time, summer camp.